0: Sorry, I hiccuped. Okay. Three,
1: two, one. Okay. All right. That was delightful. <laughs> we'll be fine. That's, that's fun. Okay. Everything's fine.
0: Let's see how that goes. That was
2: the worst clap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't think I've ever actually heard of a good one from the entire mm. episode, all the episodes we've done. Um, I've just got to get my own studio and then we can all be in the same place and that'll be just so much more simpler. We won't need yeah, to sync it. And then we're still anything.
2: like the same out of sync. Oh yeah,
0: it was, yeah, it's still exactly like two seconds out of sync. We're clapping. <laughs> Eric, okay, you, one, know, three, you three, just planted two. an idea in Eric's mind now and it's going to piss
1: me off every time we actually do that. <laughs> It's going to be irritating in the editing phase, but I'm going to do it.
0: (laughs) 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 Makes sense. Okay, let's do do this. Hello and welcome to the original podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, from the YouTube channel known as Inside a Mind. And my co-host is Eric Nielsen from the YouTube channel known as the Loony Turtle.
1: Hello everyone, I hope you're having a wonderful day listening to this lovely podcast. Uh, today with us is the newest member of the Inside of Mind Incorporated, patent pending, research division, which is currently only one person, Frostadoodle! It is me,
2: the research team. <laughs>
1: just like
0: one guy, yes. it's great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a very big yes, team, we have, it's very in-depth. We have yes. a lot of resources available to us here at uh, Inside Mind Incorporated. <laughs> it actually just... used to
2: be a really big team.
1: <laughs> uh, but we don't well, talk but about. Yeah,
2: and...
0: we don't talk A- about after... those incidents. Not after game theory. <laughs> oh yeah, not after game. Theory. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Frost joined me. When did you actually? St- you did the I lost experience, remember. and I think it was around October or something like that. Where you, where you started, and then I think it got finished in November, and then you just finished researching for the jejun Institute. So those are two videos. Indeed, I don't that... remember
2: when I, I started. <laughs> more.
0: I, I think it was somewhere around there. But um, yeah. you've done those two. And in 2020, we're going to finally see those videos take shape. They're going to be really fun. Um, hooray. Interesting. Yeah, hooray. <laughs> we're at, we'll actually talk a little bit more about them later on in the podcast. Yes. Because this episode is introducing us to the new year and some of the plans that I have. ...for the Insider Insiderbind YouTube channel, because there's a few things I'm wanting to cover. Some ARGs, others actually aren't ARGs, they're just, um... Sh- ...mysteries? Treasure hunts? One of them's a treasure hunt, one of them's a very old-school mystery. Um, I think it'll be kind of fun to, uh, look into, because there's some new in- info that could potentially solve that said mystery. Um... Yeah, I'm going to be I'm going to be excited this year, guys. This this year's going to be this year's going to be fun for Inside Mind. Uh, got some potential collabs coming along as well. Um we're all go- we're going to have a blast. And you're going to have a blast voice acting all this stuff, aren't you, Eric?
1: Oh, yes. I'm going to have one of the greatest years of my life.
0: Perfect.
1: <laughs>
0: so I showed you guys the Google Doc, which is where I've listed everything. Uh about all the topics that I'm going to be covering throughout the year. And uh, most people on Patreon uh, who are supporters of me will have already seen this Google Doc because I shared it to them, giving them brief info. So I thought I'd share it for everyone else who's wanting to listen to the podcast and we'll talk about some of the things I'm wanting to do in each video. Um, some of these towards the end may not get covered, depending. Um, I kind of just added them to the list because I want to... I was like, "Oh, that seems interesting, but I haven't properly looked into it to... and decided whether or not, yeah, this is definitely something that's going to get turned into a video at some point. So I think we'll start with the ones that look more likely. Um, Having said that, this first one I don't know about yet. (laughs) Um, So the first one is uh, Perplex City. Now, I spoke to Frost about this. You've actually already heard of this person, haven't you, Perplex City? Yeah,
2: yeah. I've I've seen Austin McConnell's video about it. That's the extent of my knowledge. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Currently. so i got a couple of people recommending this um some i think suggested from austin mcconnell but then there's been a few people over the years it's just suggesting it to me uh, some might have actually taken part and others didn't and this is an unsolved mystery that took place o- over 10 years ago i think it was 2005 when it actually launched and then it finished the actual game finished in 2008 but this particular part of the puzzle was was not solved so Perplexity was, it was kind of a card game as far as I'm aware, and each card, uh, there was 256 cards, each one had a puzzle to solve, and there was also a cube, a, a physical cube hidden somewhere on Earth for us to find, and whoever found it would win a hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand uh, pounds sterling, which I don't know what is in dollars, maybe hundred and fifty thousand um, dollars, something like that. Yeah. And um, there's 256 cards to solve uh, across this. When you were searching for the cube, people obviously solved most of the cards except for two. And the cube was found, by the way, as well. And they won a hundred thousand uh, dollars pounds in cash. I keep saying dollars. I'm used to. I'm used to just saying dollars because everything I cover is American. Um, except this one. Very rarely, it's from the UK. And um, the two cards. One of them was a mathematical equation, which is said by the creators to be impossible to solve. So that card's off the list straight away. But the second card was um, just a picture of a man uh, st- standing in front of some scenery. And there was some, uh, a Japanese translation on the side that translated to find me. And then there was a website uh, for Perplexity City where you could get a hint uh, for each card. And the hint for this card is my name is Satoshi. So, all we knew was the guy in the image was Satoshi. We knew what he looked like. We knew the scenery. And our job was to find the guy. We don't actually know what would happen if you found him, what he would do, uh, where exactly he would be. But people managed to track down the location. It was somewhere in Paris. They visited that particular location. Obviously, he was nowhere to be seen. Um they managed to find certain people matching his description uh leaving to i think the states and they tried to narrow it down but the the lead went pretty cold several years ago but it's suggested that people are still searching for this guy to this day and i managed to reach out to the creator or uh, well I, I say creator of perplex city but he was um he was someone who ran the um, company that ran Perplexity. and he helped out with a lot of the puzzles. He's also worked on a lot of other alternate reality games as well, so he was, like, perfect for this kind of job. And I'm actually getting in contact with him, and just today, actually, he responded, uh, because I reached out to him asking, Hi, could, could I possibly get an interview with this guy? Is, is there a way you can actually get in contact with him? And can we sit down and talk about what would have happened if people had found him during the game, and what would have happened. Would would he have led them to something else? Would there have been some kind of prize? What would have happened? And he, got a, he, he basically came back to me and said, it's still technically going, the, the, this puzzle. And even though the game is officially finished, the puzzle hasn't, because no one solved it. So he doesn't want to... Um, find the guy and then send him my way because it would spoil the whole thing so part of me gets it but the other part of me is like well you know who's exactly looking for this guy after 10 years i I think anyone who was actually vaguely interested in it has probably pretty much given up on it and expecting to not get anywhere with the case but then the other half of me is thinking Since there was a prize money to find the cube that was hidden somewhere on on Earth, um, what if I actually created a video instead of getting an interview with this guy, but rather I create a cash prize and see if it could reignite the investigation somehow and see if we could come up with any more leads on where this guy is today? Um... I don't really know where exactly I could go with that, but it's, it's a starting point. Uh, my, my first instance of wanting to make this video was, was to actually get an interview with this guy because I thought the puzzle was just kind of over and it'd be kind of cool to just find out who he was and, and a little bit of interesting backstory. It, it made for a decent video. But since that's kind of off the table now, I'm wanting to see if we could actually solve the mystery and find him. If it's possible, the creator himself, um, I keep calling him the creator, but he's he worked on it, um, says it's possible to, to solve it. But whether he's telling the truth or if he just wants it to stay a mystery um, and, and go down as one of those unsolved mysteries in history, it's probably two different things. It's, it's hard to say, but um, I'm almost determined. I want what do you guys think? Do you think that'd be a good idea to actually try and start something like that? Um, to tr- just try I don't think he'll
2: ever be found really, honestly <laughs> like I know, it's one he's... of those The guy will even look different now I mean
0: <laughs> That's very true, but you could easily take a... The <laughs> internet's know. very clever You could figure out what he clever. would look like at this age
1: Yeah, um I don't know. It, could, it, it sounds like an interesting idea, but I'm not sure if it would yield any results.
0: That's, yeah, that's the only problem. I, I want to give it a go just because I think it'd be fun at the start, but then I think it would definitely peter out quite quickly. Um, so if if I was to actually do this, um, maybe the cash prize can be given out uh, differently if, if people don't actually find him. That uh, I could implement it some other way. You know, um, I could start out with... It's a cash prize if you find this guy, but then you know if if we don't end up finding him, I could give it away some other way. Um, if I was to do that, obviously, because yeah, I feel like if
1: have a, a time limit to the cash uh, prize. Yeah,
0: well, like um, if I had announced it, if I announced that I'm giving away that money, I feel like once I've announced it, that money is no longer mine. It's it's there to give away to someone. So. So I don't want to, like, say, oh, I'm going to give this away, uh, this amount of money, and then no one solves the puzzle, and then I just get to keep the money, because I feel like that's a bit unfair and kind of a way of uh, cheating. (laughs) So I feel if I was to do it, um, I would have a backup way of of giving that money to someone who's earned it um, or, or won it in a different way. But it's finding what way, what will be the best way to do that. It's one of those. I'm not sure. So... Still figuring out that particular video topic, but there must be some other way to actually uh reignite that case. The next one I'm wanting to do is uh finding Forest Finn's treasure. Have any of you? That's that's a lot of Fs. Have you got ga- any of you guys heard of Forest Finn?
2: I think so. Yeah, Have you... it's like one of really? those sort of almost legends, kind of.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I've heard of that one. Like I,
2: I've. I didn't recognise it by the title, but I've, I've like I've read your little description of it, and I'm like, I've definitely heard of this before. Really? I'm not
0: sure. Yeah. Tr- uh, yeah, well, I, I wasn't sure, because it's fairly modern. So basically, Forrest Finn is some kind... He, he was an art dealer, and he obviously made a lot of money. And uh, I hear that he was dying of cancer in the 80s, and was planning to hide around $2 million worth of treasure somewhere uh in the rockies uh, i have put here roughly 1000 miles between santa fe and new mexico uh, and the canadian border sorry um four people have died trying to find this treasure although i think people have gone into dangerous areas that they shouldn't have gone Th- there's a particular warning on this treasure thing saying that saying basically don't go anywhere that an 87 year old man can't go because so, he was the one that hid this treasure so he's not going to go in a really dangerous place that these people have, have probably gone. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the things I wanted for this video is not say is not as ambitious as the Perplex City one, because obviously Perplex, perplex City, I'm wanting to solve the mystery, but with this one, I'm not saying, let's go find the treasure. Uh, no, this let's one, go, I, I, on did, let's go, guys, get your oh. shovels. But I'm actually wanting to interview Forrest Fenn, uh, maybe interview some of the people who've been looking for the treasure and try and have a debate on whether or not he's telling the truth because two million dollars is a lot Uh, and hidden it in 2010 and no one's found it since Um, and a lot of his reasons for doing this was he wanted people to uh, stop looking at the computer screen and go outside more so that's why he did this treasure to get people out more but he could have easily just said that there's treasure and people will forever be looking for the treasure, but that means people will forever be leaving their house away from the computer screen looking for the treasure. So there's that part of my mindset thinking, is he actually telling the truth? Is there actually treasure out there that's hidden somewhere? Um, Or is it just a way to get people out and and exploring? I mean, that's not exactly a a bad thing, but I'd be curious to interview him to see what um, he has to say, Uh, interview people who have been looking for it, what is it that makes them convinced that there is a treasure out there, Um, and so forth. Oh, also, um, I actually haven't explained how he announced this. When the treasure was hidden back in 2010, he released a poem, and the poem is what will lead people to the treasure. He said, read the poem as if it's uh, placing an X on a map uh, to, to mark the treasure. Uh, he said he also released a book that has a couple of clues to where the treasure is, but it's not. But nothing in the book will actually um, really help you find the treasure compared to the poem. So I found that quite interesting, especially the fact that four people have, have died trying to find the treasure, um, and there's been a lot of people who've gone out searching for it. Very in- interesting stuff. What do you guys think of this particular one?
2: I think it's probably just going to be a chest that you open, and then it's just going to say the real treasure is the friendship you gained along the way, and everyone is going to be really disappointed. You're being really
0: optimistic with these (laughs) two Yes,
1: he he is the most optimistic researcher we have on our team. (laughs) (laughs) Um... That's sadly true. (laughs) Completely true. Yeah, you need to hire more people. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hire more positive
0: people. Wow, this is just turns into a downer podcast.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Downer Podcast, where we have original thoughts. Uh, <laughs> so, um, for me, uh, hearing a little bit more about it, um, it does sound familiar. But how it's been? How long since he he hid that stuff? Ten years. Ten years. Yeah. I, I think it might just be, uh, an unsolved mystery. Like because he didn't want it to be solved. There's no actual um, treasure at the end of this rainbow. Oh, I, I reckon d- there is for real. I reckon there that probably is. That,
0: yeah, I don't think he's like. I don't think he's like the other. When I reached out to the other creator for Perplexity, they se- he seemed genuine. Like um, he's happy. He's happy to this go down as an unsolved mystery, probably for eternity. But. Um, with Forest Fenn, I don't know. I get a little bit more impression that he actually doesn't mind if someone finds the treasure. Um, but whether he's telling the truth is obviously. I. Hmm. It's yeah.
2: like the way you describe the way he delivers the clues leads me to believe it's probably at least somewhat true. Yeah. The, I don't know, like the the way he's done it.
0: The way he yeah well like um, at first when he released a book at the same time. And I was thinking that, oh, he's released a book and he's done a treasure map. Maybe this is to kind of get the book to, you know, go up in sales. But he actually announced that um, that there are a couple clues in the book, but nothing as important as the poem. So and I was stuff like... Stuff like that that's yeah, like... <laughs>
2: precise it's, and consistent yeah terms. very
0: that's very precise like, like he has I thought if he he'd, if he'd have said that is something that's a weird like,
2: thing to say if you were lying about it like why would
1: you yeah exactly because you're turning
0: that? people a- away from the book by saying something or maybe you're not maybe you're encouraging people but you're sounding a bit right. yeah. more maybe, maybe's maybe
1: it's a uh, maybe it's a situation of reverse psychology where you're like oh that's totally not important yeah yeah uh, it could and be so people decide <laughs> oh yeah that's important yeah he's, yeah he's trying to <laughs> it might maybe it's just spite
2: filled because it's just like nobody's actually read the book and like halfway through the book it just tells you exactly <laughs> where the treasure is
1: yes yeah, yeah. yeah it's right here i'm sorry guys i should have probably <laughs> no one bought the book for 10 book. years <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just...
0: <laughs> if only someone
1: had bought the book and read it they'd find the, the book is literally just, just yeah. called
2: like where the treasure is <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> the treasure and where to find it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah
0: oh but the thing is even if there is no treasure and he is actually just lying all about this. I still think it'd be interesting to get an interview out of because he's an art dealer and he is rich enough to just hide two million know, the, dollars the, the worth thing, of treasures
2: he's somewhere. He's the kind of the, guy who probably just could if he wanted to. So he, probably, not? Yeah,
0: he probably has so many stories and I, I think that he'd be just a fascinating guy to interview. Um, it is tra- again, it's tracking him down that would be slightly hard uh, to do, although I think it'd be easier than finding the the find me guy on the perplexity city card. so
2: oh no, I'll find him give me give me a day. Yeah.
0: Give you a day.'ll we'll, we'll yeah, get day. the insider Mind research team to track him down.
1: Yep and that's that's why he's our research team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's f- uh, finding Forest Finn's treasure. That one is a potential collab with night Docs. Um, who said he's quite interested. So he's going to be trying to actually track down, um, Forrest Finn. And hopefully we, we can get in contact with him. Night Docs, um, we actually have a podcast coming out soon with Night Docs. That'll be great. We actually recorded it before this podcast, but this podcast is coming out before that one, which is going to be fun. It's just me and Eric, t- uh, just chilling out. He's got a few topics to talk about, um... I can't remember which ones specifically we get to cover because the audio does cut out towards the end. Um, but I, I think, you know, you guys will probably really like that one. It's it's more true crime based, I guess, some of the stuff he talks about.
1: Uh, yeah, like, um, was, didn't we talk about that serial killer? Oh, yeah,
0: the Toy Box Killer. If. It's a very fascinating name. <laughs> we'll leave that uh, him to explain that in, in the actual podcast itself but one thing i do want to mention in that podcast because i listened to it back i mentioned that uh people who call 23 year olds adults are 23 year olds or younger and i just kind of want to explain that phrase uh, and why i mentioned that because it, 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 I do say it without no context behind it, and I, every time I've said that <laughs> before, I've said it with a bit of context behind. So your brain doesn't fully develop until you're twenty-five, and I think you're you're fully grown. You're a fully grown adult probably around twenty-five to twenty-six. You'll still learn a lot of stuff in your late twenties, but you are still developing all the way up to twenty-five, and. I don't think I've ever seen or not many I've I haven't seen many 23 year olds that are actually mature. <laughs> so yeah. That you can still look at obviously 23 year olds as uh, they they should start acting like adults. That that's a debate, but but saying they actually are adults and they know exactly what they're doing is is a completely different
1: story. Jimmy, me um, you're wrong. I'm an adult. Cuz <laughs> cuz <'cause
0: laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's it's um I know he called he said I was mature in, in the podcast a previous week it was really nice but I, I I still think I've got a hell of a lot to learn because I don't know what I'm doing half of the time I just I'm just blagging my way <laughs> through life right now it's great
1: uh, welcome to the positivity podcast uh... <laughs> yeah, we're all we're all very positive we're
0: all very positive life is okay, great the world
1: the world's gonna end we're having a blast yeah all those World War Three <laughs>
0: memes are doing fantastic for us right now uh, yeah. great for our self esteem.
1: <laughs> Yeah, let's let's just keep focusing on new guy. I'd rather focus on him. <laughs> Poor new guy. Oh my god.
0: So um, yeah, that was my clarification. I don't think I have anything else to say to that, but that that's what it was. Let's go on to um, yeah. the lost experience. So this one is uh one that was researched. Your first research doc you made for me, Frostadoodle. Oh um, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to give
2: us? I a remember bit of a brief... it well.
0: Oh, do you remember it? Well, perfect. Well, you mm. can give us a brief. Yeah, so uh, so
1: tell us it started on a dark and stormy night. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's basically just an expanded universe for Lost. That's the idea.
1: <laughs> wow, thank you. For riveting depth and uh riveting story. Steady on. <laughs> okay. So, <we'll laughs> so basically, yeah, for for I lost have to recall
2: a bit. Um <laughs> Because it's got a weird storyline because Lost is a bit notorious for its strange... Mm-hmm. Very convoluted. ...sort of lore with its numbers and all of that.
0: But this particular ARG ends up covering more of the...
2: It's the um, Hanzo Foundation. Hanzo Foundation. This this is all about the Hanzo Foundation, basically, and how they're very evil and should not they... be trusted.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yes. Um, and this particular game started out with commercials in between the actual lost episodes wasn't it
2: yeah yeah and you'd ring the number and it'd bring you to like a hands foundation phone line you could learn little bits of information and then that would be hacked and taken down by a mysterious person who would take you to a different website and then you know rabbit hole <laughs> rabbit hole rabbit. Hole,
0: rabbit hole. oh rabbit hole after rabbit hole yeah and they did um they did they experimented with this first didn't they uh, before the actual arg took place with a commercial of the airlines which uh, the of the, for the plane that crashed on the island
2: yeah like it was supposed to be like the fictional oceanic airlines or something like yeah. they had a website and there was just like little bits of information you could find yeah it, was, uh, it, it wasn't anything major it was just sort of like no. a prototype yeah, there's it only was like one website test. i think
0: yeah, I, I think that was like an experiment to see what people, how people would engage with, with it all. And then they launched the official one with the Hanzo Foundation. Um, mm, yeah. That's going to be an interesting Which is video. a lot,
2: lot bigger. It is, it is a pretty big one.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get in contact with some people who've worked on Lost um, as well. Not for an interview, but to try and get the... Um, Files and, and and assets of of stuff that no longer exists online, or just higher quality versions of what exists online. But um, I'm not really having much luck with that, so I might have to just improvise. Um, I mean, it is lost at the end of the day. It's like it's it's the entire JJ yeah, Abrams is, team. There's How a lot you of like get...
2: flash websites, things like that, that like just don't work anymore, and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Especially since Flash <laughs> is going away completely soon, or something. I heard. Is it go really? Oh. Yeah, like stuff that's Flash won't ever work again, things like that. Really? Mm. I don't know, I have to look up more about that, but guess what I yeah. heard.
0: <laughs> oh no, that's a shame. So but I, if it's um, true, it's tragic. That is tragic, especially for this, if I'm wanting to... It's not going to help with <laughs> my research. <laughs> that's like officially burying it. Oh my god. Well, we'll go on to another one that has, doesn't really have many files or existing... Online, and that is um, The Beast, which is the first ever ARG, or the first official ARG. There was, um, there's been a couple in the 90s, and probably before then as well, uh, that had elements of ARG in there, but it was never an official ARG until The Beast came along in 2001, for Steven Spielberg's Artificial Intelligence. A fake uh, person was found in the credits of a movie poster for Artificial Intelligence. And I, I can't quite remember it, I haven't written down exactly what it was, but it was a woman that um, was like a, a robot therapist. Uh, that, that was her title credit. Uh, and the people were like, well, that doesn't sound right. You know, a, a therapist for r- robots? So they looked up um, her name. And they found a website about her. And then, just like Lost, it led to another website, which led to another website, which led to another (laughs) website. And down the rabbit hole they went. (laughs) And it turned into some kind of uh, futuristic murder mystery. Because artificial intelligence takes place in the future. And so they were uh, doing all of... It was like, obviously, a murder mystery... Uh, set even further in the future. I think it was 20 years after the movie takes place. And they had a bunch of plans to make this into a series and eventually turn it into a game. But then that kind of got scrapped and they just kind of solely did it uh, based around the movie. And I don't think much uh, came from it after that. They they kind of went on to make uh, I Love Bees, which was a, a Halo uh, ARG for Halo 2. I think... Maybe I'll, maybe, maybe, I should probably add that to the list, because I think that could be interesting. But I did get in contact with the creator of this, or the one that was running it, Ellen Lee. He had, obviously a lot of the game assets don't exist. There's there's still a fair amount probably out there you can find if you try hard enough. But um, he has a whole backlog of files for the Beast, and um, it is just a case of organising it and using the information that is relevant to what I want in the video. Which I think will be fun, since not many people uh, have access to this. So I think it's going to be uh, a great video to cover. Uh, it is just organising all those files because there is a, there's a lot of files. But uh, I'm hyped. It'll be fun. Um, let's go on to the jejun Institute uh another one that frost is very familiar with you've just kind of yeah finished
2: uh, up on this that. is more recent in my brain as well ah, so right. this is even this is like fresh
0: this is fresh so you'll be able to yeah. explain this one lost though. lost
2: is like a Decent. jumbled nightmare
0: <laughs> to be fair yeah lo- looking back at it it is it is crazy um mm-hmm. anyway uh so <laughs> would you like to give a brief um Explanation of what the jejun
2: Institute was.
0: Maybe kind of um, start out with with how it began, how how people discovered it.
2: Well, it was in San Francisco. Uh, was it like two thousand eight? You've got written here on the document. I think that's correct. Two thousand eight. I think it, yeah, mu- I th- think it went into two thousand and nine. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It definitely went on for at least over a year, from what mm-hmm. I can remember. Um. And you would find flyers, much like New Noology, mm-hmm. uh, talking about like impossible things, and they would tell you to to go to a building that was in San Francisco, basically. And you would <laughs> there you would find the Jejun Institute, and they would give you a video, basically, that would give you sort of the background of what is going on, and then they launch you off into the city to do loads of puzzles. And That's crazy. Weird for some things.
0: <laughs> what I actually find fascinating about this one is that people found these like flyers that told you to go to a specific location, and they just went. Like it, <laughs> if 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 that happened, well, there'll be now, loads of people
2: who didn't, and we're like, well, what, well I
0: what, know that, yeah. but but there's there are people out there that will, <laughs> and I'm just thinking yeah. if that happened now, I know the New Neurology Network did something very similar now, but they didn't tell you to go somewhere physically; they just told you to go to a website. Um, which is still can be dangerous, but it's it's not as yeah. dangerous. Like in no More way. It's sort of a
2: risk than going into some building that yeah. might be run by a cult.
0: Um, yeah, exactly. Um I've yeah, so one of the things I the reason I'm wanting to cover this video is that there's a documentary on Amazon Prime. Um mm-hmm. but the but the main problem with that is that it does blend a lot of fiction and
2: reality yeah, together. Yeah, it definitely does. But it's pretty easy to pick out. What's real and what's not? If you're, you're looking for it, like, it becomes fairly clear. Like all the events listed did actually happen, but there are some things in there. Like it'll display some people as real who aren't real, like mm-hmm. and they are just characters and things like that. And if you know who those are, you know what's real and sort of what actually happened. Most of the the first half is all real, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it goes off the rails towards the end. But if you yeah, just. For. You're all right, <laughs> just which kind of makes sense, though. I mean, that's kind of what the ARG was. It was constantly trying to blend what was real and what mm-hmm. wasn't all the time. Yeah.
0: So, what I'm wanting to do with this particular video is is actually point out the parts that are real and and fictional, um, just for those people who are not caught up with the story and and get confused. Because I, I do think this is a very interesting, um. I want to say scavenger hunt because it kind of was uh, on its own, just for what people did, and and the things that people got caught up in, and I I think that story in itself is interesting as it is and doesn't really need to be blended together like the documentary did. But I I totally get like you said why they yeah
2: did it. I I think it it was like a conscious choice to kind of represent what the ARG was mm-hmm. kind of yeah
0: makes sense um, like
2: it's intended just to kind of confuse people, so the documentary itself had to be confusing.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And I guess that kind of leads into what else I'm wanting to do, which is a, a new Neurology Network update video, because I've made a couple already, which documented the um, beginning of an ARG that took place last year in 2019 uh, for a TV show called Dispatches from Elsewhere, which uh, the is ARG... just the Jejune Institute, which yeah, exactly. is confusing. It, it, it is, yeah. It's kind of... Like, um, you
2: just watch the trailer and it's just like, this is the story of the Jejun Institute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so is it is it like a complete, just a reboot, and they've kind of... I mean, I can't tell exactly the from
2: the trailer, but for what I saw from that trailer, it was like, oh, yeah, that's Octavia Coleman. Oh, look, there's the Elsewhere publics Works Agency, like the pretty much the main protagonist from Jejun Institute storyline. Mm-hmm. Oh, And then there's like talk of a girl who went missing, and the main point in the Jejun Institute is revolving around a girl that went missing. But it's a different name, but you know, still, it's like. Maybe, maybe it is Maybe similar. Maybe
0: it's a reboot and they've just kind of yeah. renamed it. Um, yeah, that's just, what I thought. I thought
2: maybe that's what New Noology is. Maybe it's just like all a, a reboot kind of.
0: It probably modern is. Modern retelling. Because Elsewhere is fighting against the New Noology Network. Yeah, yeah, that's what well, I thought.
2: It was like, Yeah. is it canonically all the same universe? Because I'm not really caught up with New Noology Network. Like, did the Jejun Institute happen? Or is this like a new version? There
0: hasn't been any mention of the Jejun Institute,
2: so that is I'm... weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. So elsewhere, maybe been mentioned... this is
2: just a second chapter. Maybe, but it's sort of like a Force Awakens reboot, kind of. Yeah, unless that all happened, kind of... but it's new.
0: Unless they're disguising themselves as the new Newology Network, and that's why. Uh, I don't know, or, or maybe some kind of Yeah, because at the end managed.
2: of Jejun Institute, Jejun Institute doesn't go away. Like, it's not defeated or it's anything. It's still there. So Yeah, it's still there. <laughs> so it's like... Hmm. Uh, yeah,
0: that, that is an interesting one. Um, yeah. I, I think it must be a reboot, because like you said, the, the name of the girl that's missing is different. And if the yeah, girl that's what is, I think. So it's like, I, is
2: this a new universe? Mm, I, I'm going to have... A, the same idea, but today, basically. I'm going to go updated. out on a
0: limb and say it is, yeah. I mean, yeah say for like it, the, today's ARG audience. That would make sense. And I think um, the actual ARG for the new Neurology Network is actually going to be playing alongside the episodes. Looking at... Uh, I, th- I I can't remember how many episodes it said there was going to be. I think it said there were 10. I'll have to double-check on that. But um, each episode there's probably going to be some kind of audience interaction... So I'm I'm going to be hyped yeah, for, gonna be for that. It's going to be interesting
2: to see how well that show does. I mean, like, I haven't really heard of it like a, a TV show based on the plot of an ARG in no. 2008.
0: <laughs> that's that's probably why do. it must be a reboot because it's going to have to introduce its story to an audience that isn't familiar with it.
2: Yeah, I think it is like it's closely following it to a degree, but it's like mm-hmm. been taken and updated for sort of today's ARG standards kind of.
0: That makes sense. What's expected,
2: you know, like Discord servers, etc.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, That's probably what it is. I got another one on my list. This one, this next topic, is not actually um, an ARG or anything. It is an old-school mystery, and it is the disappearance of Amelia Earhart. I'm going to assume that you guys know who she is, being old-school.
1: Uh, no no Jamie who, who yeah? is Amelia Earhart You
0: don't know who she is Eric Well I guess I'll tell you
1: Okay All righty See that's what's called helping there you go you helped out so all my young viewers i assume
0: everyone already knows who she is but i spoke to night docs about it and he was talking about how my a younger audience probably wouldn't know who she is and i'm just thinking well wouldn't you learn that in school is i would assume she she'd come up in like history class at some point um i'm sure she did with when i was in school and that was 10 years ago so i can't think too much would have changed um because it's one of the classic old-school mysteries that kind of just sticks with people, and so it always gets taught. Like the War of the Worlds broadcast with Orson Welles. That gets taught in schools, because I hear every time I've... Ever since I made that video, I get comments saying, oh, we learned this in school. We didn't know about the Weird, extra part. Yeah, I,
2: I honestly don't remember why I heard that from hmm. originally. It's just kind of... It's in everyone's brain. Somewhere. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's just like, kind of imprinted.
1: Yeah, I, I, I was never taught that in school. Oh, really? War of the Worlds? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh. I never. Yeah, that wasn't something in school, but I did learn about it. <laughs> that's that's interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, I I hear yeah. a few people get mentioned about it. So maybe Amelia Earhart is, is similar, where it's it's taught in some schools and other people just hear about it. Maybe I, it yeah, must I, be I, I probably just thing.
2: heard about it at some point. I don't remember getting. I learned about in it school school.
0: from Night at the Museum three,
2: <laughs> or two. <laughs> I can't remember which one it was.
0: Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because she was there. It was like she was in the museum, and I was like, "Oh, who's she?" And I was like, "It's Amelia Earhart." Oh, great! I think I was like nine when it came out, so give me a break. It's like it's not not exactly a specific age you learn about Amelia Earhart, but uh, obviously, for let let's just give um, the benefit of the doubt, benefit of the doubt, and assume that everyone knows who Amelia Earhart is. Um, so after she went missing. Uh, people, obviously, there was a search party that went out for her, uh, tried to find out where, uh, if there was a body or anything like that. Most people are, are believed that she just crashed, landed into the, um, is it the Pacific Ocean? What have I put? Pacific Ocean. Yeah, Central Pacific Ocean. They believe that she just crashed, uh, and that's why they can't find her. But there were bones found on an island nearby in 1940, and... The bones were identified as a European man, um, and they were were soon... I think they must have just thrown them away or something, but whatever happened, those bones were lost, um, and lost for good. And so the mystery was never solved from there until the past 20 years, maybe 30, because it was the 90s when it started coming back again. And people started looking at the notes from this particular professor who had, you know, analyze the bones to find out who it was and his methods did uh, were outdated and he'd made a few miscalculations or they believe he's made a few miscalculations going by the notes because they don't have the bones in front of them and they believe uh looking at the you know the the pictures of of Amelia Earhart and uh, her height and obviously uh, build they believe that the bones could have actually fit a European woman of the same height as Amelia Earhart. Um, but because they don't have the bones, they can't confirm it. However, there has been another uh, update just last year saying that they supposedly found the bones. That... Um, that could have been lost in 1940. How they found the bones that got lost in 1940, I don't know. That Apparently they were found in a museum. How the museum found these bones, <laughs> I don't know. But they've taken yeah, what, these bones. We found <laughs> the we,
2: bones. They're in the what,
0: museum. They're in the
1: museum all along. Oh, my God. Yeah, one day we got this order of bones. I hot water fingers. I put it in the back room. <laughs> so I'm
0: just... I, Something doesn't quite add up. I'm trying to look into it a little bit more because a lot of it is confusing. And I've read, like, criticisms towards this and stuff, and a lot of people who have criticisms towards it are just confused because there's so many different stories coming out about it. So I'm trying to find the right leads in this specific area. Um, and I think it it is correct that they have found the bones and they're they're actually taking them for DNA testing, whether it'll come back as the actual bones that went missing we don't know but that's still to be updated so I'm going to try and keep an eye out for that but if it does and something comes back I think it'd be interesting to um, make a video about that because I did War of the Worlds and I quite like doing the classic mysteries and adding an extra bit of yeah Yeah. old school mysteries and adding a bit of extra information that people don't Mm. usually hear about because with these classic mysteries yeah it's like rumours and myths uh, about you know don't Uh, swim in the water five minutes until what until five minutes after you've eaten or something like that um there's all those myths that go along and and everyone hears the myth but they don't hear that the extra part that oh it's it's not true or there's not it's not they probably don't hear that part yeah exactly
1: (laughs) yeah uh well some of the things i'd like to know about is kind of for one why was she doing that fly over the ocean
0: She. Why not? Why Why, why wouldn't you do that? If you could fly. She goes over
1: the Atlantic and then goes missing in the Pacific, so is she going around the world?
0: Yeah, she was going around the world. She was going to be the first female to do that. And then. And if she'd have succeeded, she would have been. Because she was supposed to be a female icon at that time. She'd written books uh about feminism i think and obviously female empowerment and she was the first woman to fly solo over the atlantic ocean so she was going to be the first female to do this as well but unfortunately something happened that caused her plane to crash they believe it might have been uh down to fuel and it just went down but there was an interesting thing that um while people believe it crashed into the water and she was dead instantly, there were reports of transmissions being going out from radio of a woman in distress calling for help and some say it sounded like Amelia Earhart who was listening to the audio intently. There was also a uh, American woman who had her radio on that picked up the signal and didn't and couldn't quite make out what it was. Uh, on her radio, but it obviously it could have been Amelia Earhart calling out for help. And it sou- from the audio that they managed to pick up, it sounded like she was saying that she was alive but injured. Um, and her help... The, the, she had someone with her. I think it was Newman, uh, the guy's name, but he had died, apparently, according to this transmission. So... Some people are theorizing that she lived as a castaway for maybe a year or so before dying. Um, hmm. So, yeah, I, I definitely, I, I quite, I don't know, it because it's so old school and it almost feels fantasy in a way because it's so it's it's almost a century ago it's an unsolved mystery and just the circumstances behind it it starts to sound more like a fantasy than actually real life which gets me interested for some reason um the fact that it took place (laughs) in this world um i'm I'm similar to be honest i'm similar to that with like the titanic have you guys actually heard how unlucky that particular night was for the for the titanic
1: it was Uh, crazy Few details of it. Well, okay, I'm gonna
0: <laughs> I'm gonna lay some facts on for you guys right now. Okay, so so basically, oh, the Titanic when it found when it saw the iceberg, if they hadn't tried to move away from it, and they'd have just um, kept going straight on, hit it head, on, on. It hit it, head on, because the uh, the boat was going so fast at the time, it would have just gone straight through it, and it would have carried on as normal. Um, there were apparently life lifejack- there was lifeboats on the ship, and they could have had lifeboats for every person on the ship, and everyone would have survived. But because it was known as the unsinkable ship, they cut the supplies in half. So they only had half the lifeboats because they were like, "Well, this is the ship that never sinks. It couldn't possibly sink.
1: So okay. the, the that's not unlucky. Like, that's just
2: kind of stupid. Yeah,
0: that, <laughs> yeah that I, is I heard
1: I heard something slightly different that like oh. it, it was really a really expensive boat to make. And like they had to like ship off at this exact time. They they had either delayed up to this point or they didn't want to delay. And so they, they just didn't stock up the the lifeboats because they, they wanted to ship off on time. they wanted to. Yeah, but if they'd have actually
0: wanted to be precautious, they could have just added the extra boats on. But the reason why they'll have probably thought, well, it doesn't matter because we can't sink, they'll have thought, well, we won't bother then, and we'll just have yeah, half. I, I think it goes
1: down enough. to money more than more Oh, than yeah. <laughs> I, well,
0: I think money will have probably come down to it, but the thought, the reason why they'll have split in half, they'll have gone, well, this is the ship that can't sink, so we don't need to. Um, there was also, when the ship was sinking... On that particular night, there was a boat that passed by, um, but I think the fog or something gave some kind of illusion that it just looked like a smaller boat as it was sinking, and so oh, they yeah. didn't go near yeah, it. Yeah, I've something heard that, like that. Yeah. I don't quite know the story behind that specific one, but some kind of illusion had, had happened, which made that boat just carry on, not realizing it was the Titanic. Um, what I... I can't remember the last fact quite right, but there was something about um, the iceberg scraped a... uh, What was it? You might have heard of it, Eric. It was um, the bottom half of the Titanic when it scraped the iceberg. Wasn't there like five sections that got filled with water? And the boat could actually survive with four of them, but not five being filled with
1: water. I think that, that – yeah, I think I've heard that one. I don't know what um, it is,
0: though. I don't know what, what exactly is – it got scrapes. I, I think I it has to
1: do with buoyancy. Like, there, there's a, a lot of different segments in a boat that size. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, it, it would make sense that you'd still have enough buoyancy if only four sections out out of so many are, are filled. But there there is a, a point where you don't have enough water – well, enough air to keep you afloat. Because yeah. it, it's the the air versus the water, like the the equilibrium that that creates with the weight of the ship, that allows a boat to float. So it, it makes sense that they could lose a significant amount of air without sinking. But it it's obvious that they uh broke that that limit. Oh yeah,
0: well that that's why that's why it's so unlucky. The fact that it could withstand four of these rooms being. Losing air and being being scraped, but they didn't. They got one more room than they should have. So if they, if it's it's just like talk about unlucky Mm -hmm. Um, for everything. (laughs) The fact that they, yeah, they had one extra room uh, scraped by the uh, the iceberg. They had a ship that mistook it for a smaller ship. Half of the lifeboats were left behind. It's just it was doomed. It was doomed doomed to sink.
1: Just I think everything. there might have even been like a submarine that that Oh, I'm sure there
0: was something else. Yeah, I'm sure there were, at the time, I'm sure it wasn't just the uh, the boat that mistook it. There there was something else that passed nearby. So you you just hear all these opportunities to save so many people, but it just didn't happen. It's like the night it was just it just wasn't meant to be. You were either meant to die on that night or you were meant to live on that night. It's just it's, it, that, that's always been a fascinating one for me, but the reason I'll probably never cover it is because everyone already has covered it and there's no new information about it, so it's kind of pointless. So I'd be yeah. just treading the same grounds that everyone else has. Whereas
1: stuff Whereas So like... have you heard of this uh, interesting <laughs> boat from the, the past? It's called the it's called Titanic. The,
0: it's called the Titanic, you know? You might have heard this flighter also called yeah. Amelia Earhart. Well, yeah. conspirators yeah. say that there, she crashed there... into the boat and made it sink.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, that's how it happened, because cause the Titanic was in the Atlantic, and she was at the Atlantic at one point. So <laughs> just twenty years. Yeah. later Wait, no, not even yeah. twenty. A bit more than that. Let <laughs> say twenty. Yeah, it years. makes sense. It makes sense. So so she went into the she tra- the time triangle, which <laughs> is in the Atlantic. So that makes sense. And then then she uh. teleported time wise to the past. Yes. That makes yeah. sense.
0: <laughs> that, may, that, that 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 it's all coming together. We, we we're gonna solve this mystery.
1: Yeah. Uh, another uh, thing in relation to the Titanic, um, wasn't there like an insurance fraud claim? Like they they were the the reason that the boat was sunk was because they they wanted to get the insurance money. <laughs>
0: I, I I'm not actually sure about that, but I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Yeah, because there was uh, another like the Titanic two was also in production at that time. I think.
0: Yeah, didn't they so, say they were making a Titanic too? I swear, like um, I know they I'm, were. I'm pretty sure the
1: boat of... existed. <laughs> like there was the, the Titanic had a sister ship.
0: But I mean, um, like recently in modern day, I'm I'm sure I heard something. I'm sure it was something like that where it was the, they were making another Titanic. And it's gonna do it's gonna take the same course as the Titanic. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I was just like, Jeez. You're gonna the same iceberg too, right?
1: (laughs) No, that's why we were saying like, Oh oh, darn. Darn, it's probably melted by now. Oh, that's a
0: shame. (laughs) There's an even bigger one there, just replacing it. It's like, oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Just to make sure this one goes down too. That's that's what that happens with sequels. You just make it bigger and flashier, so (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That's how it works. Um, so I guess we'll go back to ARGs since those are the last couple, and these are only small, so we can just go over these uh, fairly quickly. There's not too much information to go about these, uh, except this one a, has a little bit more info. Uh, 21 Pilots, uh, the DEMA Yeah, the ARG. band is great. Yeah, it's uh, the band... <laughs> they they actually made an ARG for their latest album that came out in 2018. I almost said last year, but it's not last year. Now it's it's 2 years ago. Um oh. But they they their merchandise store updated with a new gif in the um which had strange imagery appearing on it. And when you clicked on the gif, it would send you to a website which then le- led you to a secret page with uh screenshots of uh, handwritten letters from a man named Clancy, who was trying to escape a place called Dima. And more clues were updated every single day uh, for a couple of weeks, maybe, giving you insight into the story of Dima and, um, you know, uh, w- w- what exactly happened over there. With it, it was supposedly ruled by these nine bishops, um, and there was many people there who... Uh, it, it was very... Uh, I'm trying to think of wh- where exactly it was related, inspired by. Uh, but it, it was inspired by the obviously the the olden days with um, particular towers called. Oh God! I really should have written notes down for these, but um... <laughs> <laughs> these are quick ones. We're gonna go just Yeah, blast th- these are through. really I quick didn't ones. Put my notes down. I I didn't, I didn't get <laughs> notes for this one cause I I well I was just gonna briefly mention this and then move we on to the next one, but I just went into deep. Mo- deep um deep dive mode when i haven't actually written any notes for it but uh th- there's a, a decent amount of um info around this and it's an interesting story so uh it's i think it'd be a, a great video because th- there's a lot of uh lore to explore especially when they release their album there's a the, the actual story takes place in their album each song sings about dima and these nine bishops and. It eventually turns out that the dema is supposed to be a representation of your mind, or at least that's the most accepted theory. And it's about mental health and, and situations and how you're kind of trapped in this particular area. Um, and I think one of the most ac- accepted theories is that Tyler, the band leader is he he gets trapped in Dima when he makes these albums because these albums are usually him expressing his dark thoughts um obviously about mental health and the things he's gone through so he feels like he's trapped in dema every time he revisits these albums because it's um you know it, it it's a tough place to go um so yeah that's that's going to be i think a fun video to make <laughs> very positive yeah. um hmm. And then the other one is Bioshock ARG. Now, this one's really short because I actually haven't looked into this at all. I've just literally written Bioshock. Uh,
1: but Bioshock 2, the game?
0: Yes. There was actually an ARG for it.
1: Um, and a okay. lot of people
0: have actually recommended me uh, to cover this. And I've played the games and I quite like the stories. Um, I, Well, I like the idea of the underwater world. Um Yeah being lost and it's very fascinating to me. So I think if there's an ARG for it, I'm all for it. I wanna know how it started and, and what happened in it. And so that's something I'm wanting to cover maybe this yeah. year or maybe the I've, year.
1: I've I've never I've never played those games, but I have like heard pretty much all of the stories. Oh <laughs> right. So yeah, um I didn't know they had an ARG. That's, that's a lot of be people don't.
0: Yeah. There's um there's so many things that had ARGs or Maybe elements. Like, do do of you ARGs?
1: know? Do you know any of the the things that they they did in the ARG yet? I or don't, unfortunately.
0: Someone has the game assets and they sent me them, so I should probably have a look through them. But uh, just when I heard that Bioshock had an ARG, and like a, a, it sounded like an actual proper ARG from from what I heard, not like just a, a short little thing like Portal, or anything like that, brute um, Yeah, like the Ratman
1: mysteries. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh well, Ratman, I. I think I don't think was part of the A- oh actually was it part of the AOG? He Well, there were brief mentions of him, but um, yeah, yeah, it was it was fun. And then the next one, is, well, the last one I've got on my list is Ash Vlogs, uh, the full story. Now, as Frost is aware of, this is oh. <laughs> this is Ugh. huge.
2: Um, well, less huge, more deliberately confusing. I think. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> Very okay. convoluted.
0: It's yeah, it's very complicated. Convolut- ask a lot anyone who's
2: kind of involved though. with it, and they'll be confused too. Like, I don't think anyone <laughs> has a <laughs> good handle confused. on this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's very, very odd to say the least. Uh, and the amount of things that happen, it, it'd be an interesting deep dive, but it will probably take a lot of time to put together and try to grasp. I th-
2: so yeah, I think the base story is probably quite simple. -hmm. But the way it's been executed, with like so many puzzles, like so many videos, yeah. And now there's a lot of like every single video is cryptic.
0: There's a lot of game jackers in this as well. And there's a lot (laughs) of
2: game jackers, yeah. (laughs) Like if you look up Ash vlogs, the first thing that comes up is not actually anything to do with it. (laughs) Oh my god! uh,
0: Uh, So basically, we found out that this had finished. So uh well we Well, we think it's finished it might still it's kind of thing that, that could come
2: easily back. come back because mm-hmm. I think obviously it was very much tied to Raka Raka's involvement I think I think his videos are kind of the main story almost like yeah. they're the main way you're supposed to consume it and then all the rest of it is kind of like extra, extra almost
0: bonus okay that's okay. Good. Just kind of what, give context to the... The his videos
1: what does the base story seem to be?
2: Girl, I didn't gets didn't quite catch that. Kidnapped.
1: <laughs> what happened oh, to her? Basically. Okay.
0: Yeah, because the it started out with a girl called Ash Vlogs, and she was uploading videos. But then, didn't it turn out that those videos were filmed
2: years yeah, ago like, or something oh like no, that? Yeah, it was they, actually they, the guy. Who yeah, the guy was uploading them. Up-
0: yeah, exactly. The guy But then
2: like the timeline doesn't quite match up because then like Raka Raka said he was gonna collab with someone and then that's referenced in one of the videos, so you know. It's a bit weird well, with it's timeline. having said
0: that, he they said they were planning to uh, collab with Ash Vlogs, but they didn't they never saw her face, I don't think. Yeah. Um because so, 'cause I'm sure it was just the account. So they could have been planning to do a collab with Ash Vlogs. Uh, but it would have still been just the guy behind that particular channel. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, but it's just that I think in Ash vlogs, like Ash, literally mentions a sort of a bigger YouTuber that she's gonna do a collab. Oh, board, does if that oh makes sense. Yeah. Like I think that's okay. mentioned in her storyline, so it's a bit like, what is going on? <laughs> what is yeah, What is this channel? Trying, <laughs> <on>? <laughs> <laughs> and, trying and to put like, together is gonna be interesting. Everything good is good. so sort of like almost overly stereotypically ARG kind of. Mm. You know what I mean? Like every video is the most cryptic thing on the planet. Oh my it's god! Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> it is very
0: yeah. We're well, just trying to find out what would fit well into the video. Like so many way.
2: ciphers, so many. Like...
0: I was thinking of putting this into like a a little mini series, like I did for Seventy Broad and uh, Daisy Brown, mm. uh, with how much there was. Um, it depends how much uh, is relevant to the whole thing and which parts. Yeah, that's just... the question. It's, it's just like
2: it's it... It's kind of hard to tell, <laughs> a lot yeah. of the time. Like, is this video important? Because it looks like the rest of the videos.
0: You know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to decipher the <laughs> difference between them all. Um, yeah, the the other thing as well is I'm wanting to find out if it's finished or not. Or oh, well, by doing that is basically just the waiting game. Is just mm. waiting, maybe I'm a couple. Fairly of months.
2: certain it's finished
0: yeah it, and it probably if it
2: does start been. up again, then that's that's going to be another sort of phase of it. I'd say whatever mm-hmm. this is it has done this its course yeah.
0: yeah well i I guess the best thing I can do is is just leave it a few more months, maybe, and if nothing really comes out, then we'll probably look to um maybe cut co- maybe look to cover it and then see how big it actually is in the scale of storytelling. And if yeah, I, a big I, as story. I
2: said, I think the story underneath might actually be quite simple. Yeah. It's just, it's been executed in a way that's deliberately, deliberately kind of cryptified it. That's not a word, but I'm using it as a word. It's
1: now your word. Yeah. Now a yeah. word in the Insider Mind Research branch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm allowed to coin words if I want to. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. You can't stop me.
0: <laughs> You're the expert in this case. you got to pretend. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I think we've got through the main list. I don't think there's uh, much else that I'm planning to cover. Well, obviously, ideas will start getting added to the list as the year goes on. I guess another one I'm debating on is uh, Markiplier's Connected Universe. That's more <laughs> of a goofy one. yeah. Um, but I, I do really like it. It kind of gives me Gravity Falls feels, you know, with like that real wholesome um, uh, feeling I while you watch guess it. I see. Well, it does because it's awesome. it's really goofy, but it also yeah, has I know. that it mystery element I was just trying to, like, to it. connect
2: it to sort of, Gravity Falls in my head. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Well, if you think of it this way, like um, the humor in Gravity Falls and then the mystery that blend, I guess, really yeah. fits well. And it remind that's what Markiplier's is a heist with Markiplier reminds me of that kind of a heist with Markiplier really... is
2: definitely the best thing he's done. Oh,
0: say. absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, I think he's one of the um, he's like the definition of a YouTuber that actually is talented because he can act. He's got a great voice, um, and he really enjoys what he does as well. Um, yeah, and
1: just the silly things he pulls in that series. Yeah, well, like, I I like already like go on, sorry. <laughs> uh, like uh, when he was uh, doing that one part of going from one beam to another and he just throws a dummy and has it dragged yeah, across the was, ground.
0: <laughs> I think that was the best joke in the entire thing. <laughs> it's just <laughs> amazing. But I, I already had source hints of um, this in his Who Shot Markiplier because just the way he put that together I thought was brilliant. And then this is like a uh, even higher budget version of that but also obviously multiple choice.
2: Um, yeah, I think he does that well. I wasn't a huge fan of who shot Mark but You n- were nothing huge... wrong with it particularly, but it just like it wasn't for me. If that makes sense. Oh it. no, I
0: I love the fir- well. I I think the ending it kind of lost me a bit, but uh, yeah. I really do love those first three episodes or something. I love the fact that it's in the style of um, a video game, so to speak, and then mm. um, and then they did a similar thing here, and uh, it was just yeah.
2: But yeah, I genuinely do like a heist with Markiplier. I think that's the, the best thing he's made. Absolutely. I, th- I think it's,
0: it, it is absolutely great. And I look forward to some of his other work that he plans to do. Uh, I hope he continues with, with that kind of stuff. But um, Oh
2: yeah, I, I definitely think he will. I, I
0: definitely think so, because he keeps returning and connecting it all together because he did uh, a date with Markiplier, which um, also features his alter ego, Darker Player. And that appeared in a heist with Markiplier too, so it's just interesting seeing that character um, appear in these different shows that he's putting
1: together. And he's yeah. just—is re- there uh, an overarching story with him?
0: There potentially is, and I think fans of it will be very aware, which is why I'm wanting yeah, to, yeah, like of ask get a, a fan; off.
2: they would definitely know. Well, that, that's what I'm I, wanting to do. From what I've I'm... heard from them, I think there is, there's definitely, there's something going on. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm wanting cause, to... cuz in, in a heist with Markiplier when you encounter Darkiplier uh it, he he says that there are codes but you can only find one um for the that particular like the, there's a link in the description that gives you the behind the scenes but like the the way that he he describes that there's there's this mystery there's these codes that he's been hiding in the um in in the videos it it seems like that could lead into something greater.
0: Absolutely. Um, he's always interesting. Yeah, I think he always steals the show when he appears as well. There's just something great. Mark Capello plays it well. Mark plays it brilliantly. Um, yeah. Every time he comes on, he really he's really good at playing evil characters. But um, yeah, weird. <laughs> they've started. <laughs> he's, he's not evil though. <laughs> they've started a new channel called Unus Unus anus or something like that, and the very first video says. We're gonna upload daily videos for a whole year, and then after it, it's gonna be deleted. All the videos will be deleted after a year, bang on a year, but we're gonna upload every single day up until then. And they, the way they open it, uh, Mark is wearing that same suit that Darker Player is wearing, and there's something quite off about it. The next few videos that he's uploading daily has kind of just turned into normal challenges that you see in vlogs, but the fact that it started out like that and it's kind of counting down the days, something doesn't seem quite all right. So I'm I'm kind of wondering if it's going to start out really happy and with all these simple um, vlog videos or challenges that they're putting together. And then I'm wondering if it's going to start getting darker as the episodes continue. But obviously, I'm, I'm unsure, right? As of right now,
2: yeah, there we'll might be a sort of see. phase going yeah. on. Like, kind of, this is phase one. There might be, it might maybe. just be this for the whole thing. Who knows?
0: <laughs> maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's that. But right. it's just interesting how that opened up, and it's not, it's not just a a part two, uh, not part and a second channel. It's it's an actual. It's just something that's going to be deleted after. Yeah, it seems like it's
2: its own thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it seems like a project that they're, they're planning on, and so I'm I'm interested in the Markiplier universe. I think it reminds me a bit of Dad as well with the silliness, um, so I'm probably going to enjoy. I probably would enjoy covering that, just with it being rather light hearted, and it still kind of fits the channel that uh, you know with the stuff that I cover. So yeah. um, I think I'd really enjoy that, and that's something I'd, I'd want to do. Uh, I can't really think of any others. That I like it, or if there's any others that I have in mind, or I might have mentioned something else to you guys another time. But um, that's all I can probably think of off the top of my head. Um, is there anything you guys have to add onto that? Um, otherwise, I think we can probably draw the podcast to a close.
2: Yeah, I mean, I have nothing more to say. I don't think.
1: Fabulous. Yeah, How about you? Eric? That's it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much all I had. So perfect.
0: Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, uh, giving you a bit of an update on some of the topics I have planned. Some of them might not actually make it uh, into a video form, depending on where they go. Um, But I'm hyped for 2020. Um, Hopefully it'll be a good year for us. And um, yeah, thank you guys for joining me on the podcast. Uh, And we'll see you in the next one.